Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We are going to open up the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. You can also text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, same number, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted. Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, Monday to Saturday. So uh, you can call in, give me your thoughts on who you're most excited watching in the Oilers preseason. Are you concerned about Jess Apuliarvi? Are you a Apuliarvi defender thick and thin and think everybody's got to relax? Because he had a tough performance in his opening game. His name's been out there a bunch. Conversely, do you think maybe people are overreacting to Holloway? It'd be hard to overreact if you saw what we saw in Penticton and in the first preseason game. What's the most interesting uh, training camp battle for you? Send us a call, 780-496-0063, or a text at 780-496-0063. We will tell you that uh, guests on the show receive certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse, whether you're celebrating a special moment or simply savoring the night of the town. Every meal is an occasion at Roos Chris Steakhouse, 9990 Jasper Avenue. And very quickly into the Oilers now, injury report for James H. Brown injury lawyers, Trent Brown, Jim Brown, uh, the gang, and James H. Brown, over 250 years of experience, unrivaled experience, unrivaled commitment, unrivaled results. Uh, Vincent DeHarnay, well, we might be getting some news on him. He's going to be out a couple weeks here. He's got a uh, hand issue, so uh, might get an update later on today or tomorrow. Uh, Raphael Lavoie's back skating will not be ready until at least uh, sometime late October, probably, in the American Hockey League. No, no news on Carter Savoy yet. Maybe he uh, might get a little bit of an update here at some point from uh, maybe tomorrow from Jay Woodcroft can supply some of that for us. Uh, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Without further ado, to the River Creek Resort and Casino Hotline, we welcome back to the show to Summerland, B.C., Alex. Hello, Alex. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Bob. How are you? Good. Good, yeah. Um well, I guess my thoughts on Holloway is well. I was I saw the games in Penticton, yeah. and all I could think back, Bob, was uh, when Yamamoto was at this tournament before COVID. Yep. And I saw him play there, and you know he, uh, I was watching him, Yamamoto. My eyes were glued on him the entire time there, and I wasn't overly impressed. You know, I mean, he didn't look like he was uh, tepid in that tournament. And then when I compare Holloway, what I saw. He was anything but, and the wheels this guy has, he was involved with every play. The guy can flat out play and skate. 
And uh, if if he if that's an indication of where he's at now compared to Yamamoto, and we all know what Yamamoto is doing right now. It took Yamamoto some time, but I don't think uh, we're overreacting about Holloway. And you're close to the team. You watched this guy, and I know I've only saw the three games there, and um, I've only listened to the broadcast on the radio uh, on the first two games, so I haven't been able to uh, watch it. But yeah. um no, I, I think this guy's the real deal, and I can't wait till the till the last couple of preseason games, and of course the season opener, and and see how this thing unfolds. Um, that's my thought there. All right. Uh, yeah. Thanks a lot, Alex. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Have a great time. Uh, a great show, Bob. Always love the show. Thank, Thank you. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. That's our River Cree uh, Resort Casino Hotline. Here's the challenge for me on this front, and you can chime in if you want. Kyler Yamamoto was 18 turning 19 the year he was in Penticton. Dylan Holloway is a 20-year-old. Like, he was older. Like, the year Taylor Hall was there in 2010, he was, he, you know, he had just been dra- coming out of his draft. And frankly, Magnus Piarvi, I thought, probably looked better that first tournament in Penticton in 2010. Nugent Hopkins in 2011, he was young in 2011. Uh, there was no tournament in 12 because of uh, the pending lockout that was coming. In 13, Darnell Nurse, a defenseman there. In 14, Leon Dreisaitl, a little bit older, like a late birthday. He was pretty good. In 15, Connor, Leon, and Darnell were all in the tournament. And Leon ended up playing all three games. Connor only played a one game as an 18-year-old. Pugliarvi as an 18-year-old in 2016. Yamamoto as a, uh, an 18-year-old in 2017. Dylan Holloway's 20. But it's, it's hard, in my opinion, it's hard to sit there and say, I don't know. I mean, do you end up... Uh, <laughs> Uh, so this guy is basically saying he hasn't seen him play yet, but somehow you won't you won't are over exaggerating on, on Dylan Holloway, Brendan. If you, like for the people that have like, if you're listening to a show called Oilers now, you care about the team and you have passion for the team, you're probably taking time to watch the webcasts, right? If you're not in the building, if you you were in the building the other night on Sunday night. He was the best player on the ice in that game. It was not close. No, it, it wasn't. It was every foot race and every time a player in blue won a foot race, you'd look and it was Holloway again. And, and on backtracks and that sort of thing, he was all over the ice and, and just demonstrating that he, he really can get to those spots. Plus, he's a big body. He, he hits. Like, you know what? There's some similarities between Taylor Hall. Taylor might have a higher offensive ceiling. I might suggest to you that Dylan might actually see the ice better. And he is more physical. And I like Taylor Hall a lot. Oh, what's going on here? Shouldn't I hit that? There we go. 780-496-0063. This text comes in from Josh. He says, Bob, I watched the Penticton games and the preseason game and almost every game from the AHL last year that Holloway played. He's mentally and physically ready for the National Hockey League. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Let's go to Aaron, who's going to join us on the River Creek Resort Casino Hotline. Hello, Aaron. How are you doing? Hey, Bob. Thanks for having me on. Big time uh, time fan. Hey, just wondering, just, uh, you know, looking into the future here, Tarasenko, uh, right winger from the Blues, is going to be a UFA. Yeah. Right. And uh, O'Reilly as well is a UFA. Uh And uh, just thinking here, 
come uh, trade deadline here beginning of March if the orders uh, might be interested in uh, rentals somehow and make, uh, make a couple moves to make the money work too, eh? Well, don't you think, Aaron, in fairness, that St. Louis is probably going to be in a playoff position? I think so, but uh, Armstrong there has made some big moves there, and he's not afraid to, from what I heard, to stick his... Uh, well, there's no... Up. I mean, look at what he's done, right? Like, he, right. he, the biggest thing he did is he didn't re-sign Alex Petrangelo. He, right. he lost him to Vegas, but they have... You make. I mean, they've they've tied up that money in Thomas and Cairo in the future. What does that mean for right? Like to me, Ryan. When I think of that Stanley exactly. Cup championship team, O'Reilly was kind of the the guy in the team. So, you know right. what? I will say this: you're not the first person to mention specifically Ryan O'Reilly from St. Louis to me. Yes, that's what I will say. There. So I don't know if you were overhearing a conversation, but somebody <laughs> said, "You know, stuff." If it go, because I, I already said on the show earlier, I'm not sure what's going to happen in the Central Division. Like that could be this. I know it sounds crazy, and everybody likes to crap on the Pacific Division. Who says that? Uh, you know, the Pacific Division doesn't have five teams that make the playoffs this year. Maybe they do. And if that happens, St. Louis might be a team. I know the Athletic has St. Louis on the outside looking in that they won't make the playoffs this year. I, I think St. Louis will make the playoffs, but Aaron, you never know. Yes, sir. All yep. right. Thanks for the call. Thank you. Let's go to Ron, who is on line number two, seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Ron joins us on Oilers now. Ron, how you doing? Not too bad, Bob. Yourself? Good. Yeah, I just I was at the scrimmage on Saturday there, and I was watching Holloway and. He he impressed me. He he really did. Just, it was just a, a scrimmage, but you know, I I was impressed with him the way he could skate and everything. And and one other player I was watching was Poliarvi, and I don't know if he's out of shape or if he don't give a damn. Or he he was changing probably twice to everybody else. He he would come in and it looked like he was just bagged. When he come into the bench, I was sitting right behind the bench, and I I, I don't know. Well, <laughs> if you if you had watched the game Sunday night, and again, Paul Yarvey has a lot of fans in this fan in, in with the Oilers fan base, and it's understandable. He's a really unique guy, and it's an, an interesting story. But if you'd watched the game on Sunday, it wasn't even close. Like Holloway was making plays all over the ice. There were a couple times where, unfortunately, Paul Yarvey once towards the end of the period, he didn't get the puck off the wall out of the zone. And he he just I, and again it's just one preseason game. Jesse's got to be a lot better as preseason goes on. But uh, I hear what you're saying, Ron. Let's just put it this way. I hear what you're saying. Thanks for the call. Okay. Uh, thanks. Bye bye. Bye bye. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. All right. This text comes in. All of you guys, and see, here's my theory on this. And Brendan, it was a little bit of a test. Do you want to know what the test was? I I felt because we we sort of tied Holloway and Pulleyarvey together, and so the guys that like Pulleyarvey are now coming out and kind of hating on Holloway a little bit. It's interesting. All these guys, including you, toting Dylan as the next coming as you are, you're the same people who saw Yakupov playing the minors, et cetera, and thought, my God, he's going to be great, only to find out that he isn't good at all. Everybody needs to calm down about Dylan and actually let him play half a season in the NHL before you start talking about how he's ready. And even then, Yakupov was good in his first year. Well, first of all, we didn't watch Yakupov in the minors. And we're talking about a number one overall pick with Yakupov. Okay, 
like a consensus number one. Let's not have revisionist history on Neil Yakupov. Because virtually everybody had Yakupov number one in that draft. There was much debate as to who was the best defenseman. There was little debate. I think Jason Greger might have been the guy that thought uh, the other Russian was in that draft that went third to Montreal that year. That's on like his seventh NHL team bounced around. Alex Galchenyuk would be a better forward than Neil Yakupov. But Craig Button, he had Yak. Like, when you saw Yak and the highlights of him playing in the OHL, he looked a bit like Harlamov. And it just did not transition to the NHL. Because he didn't, didn't have the head to play in that league. And he did have a decent rookie year. He scored five goals in his final two games during the 12-13 season to nail Yakupov. Okay? To end up taking the team goal scoring lead at the end of the year. Highest scoring guy on the team. And what was ultimately a disappointing conclusion to the 12-13 season for the Edmonton Oilers? Uh, 7804960063. Don says, Bob, no one wants Jesse, including the Oilers. He should go back to Europe. That one comes to us from Don. I I think there might be an appetite somewhere for Polyarvi, but it's not. Someone's not giving up a high-end pick to get him. DK from St. Albert says, Yamamoto had a brutal first game. Crickets from Oilers now. Double standards, Bob. Yamamoto was quiet. He was quiet. He didn't play with players as good as Fogel and McLeod. Keep that in mind. 780-496-0063. Horshack's aunt is uh, texting the show. Wow. We haven't heard from Epstein's mother for a while. The point I'm making is everybody thought that Yakupov was going to be great, and he turned out to be a bust, and he was number one overall consensus, as you were saying. Dylan isn't... uh, Let's just take it easy before we're calling. All I'm saying is he's looked good, and he looks like he belongs, and he's not being rushed. I mean, we're two years past when he was drafted. Orders aren't rushing him. My guess is he'll be in the lineup tomorrow night when the Edmonton Orders take on the Calgary Flames. We're going to do this when we return. We're going to get to this day in Oilers history. You're listening to Oilers now. Thank you, Connor. It's 149 in Edmonton. I do not expect Connor McDavid or Leon Dreisett to line up tomorrow in Calgary. I think there's a chance you'll see a bunch of the uh, Oilers' top-end players at home against Calgary on Friday night. Let's go to NHL today. For our friends, uh, Drew Shamahorn and his staff at Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandising specialist, head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Here's Brendan Escott. Okay, well, Jacob Melanson has a hearing with the Department of Player Safety already for that high hit to the head of James Hamlin in last night's game. He is uh, Seattle's fifth-round pick from 2021. Florida extended goaltender Spencer Knight for three years, $13.5 million there, $4.5 million AAV. 21-year-old went 19-9-3 last year for the President's Trophy-winning Panthers. Tampa moving training camp to Nashville as Hurricane Ian is set to thrash uh, Florida's Gulf Coast. I believe tonight is the night it's making landfall. Games, of course, have been postponed as a result 
of this. Oil Kings hosting Regina this Thursday before Edmonton hits the road for a six-game road trip. Uh, one off in uh, Prince Albert, and then they head down to Washington State for a bunch. All right, back into the Ashley Fine Flores text line. Coach Mike says, the preseason is largely meaningless, good or bad. Teams don't get bonus points to start the regular season if they have a great preseason. Just stay healthy. And again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Bob, come on, you have to know that the JP fans were the same ones calling for Holloway to get into some NHL games before and during the playoffs. Lumping JP fans and Holloway haters together is just driving the narrative that getting rid of JP is a good thing and that JP fans don't know anything. I didn't say that. I just wonder, there seemed to be a little bit of a cross-section. Just an observation doesn't uh, mean, mean I'm right with that observation. I know this, Paul Yarby has to be better than he was the other night against Winnipeg in his next couple games. Um... Tidbit, will Paul Yarby and Fogel even make the uh, team this year? Same for Derek Ryan and Devin Shore. Local boy Hamlin buzzes every night. Chris Draper light in the making with Hamlin. Uh, Paul Yarvey and Fogel are going to make, I, I would assume. I mean, if <laughs> they're, they're going to be on the team. Uh, Randy and Brooks says, Bob, uh, no mention of the Hamlin incident last night. Yeah, it was a hard play. Are you saying it should have been, um, should there have been a response from, I mean, it was a major penalty called on the play. Josh says, Bob, what percent would you put Holloway making the team at this point? Not just for cap reasons either. Oh, I think it's 50-50. I mean, Cap, yeah, he's going to be on the team sort of the day before when you have to declare his roster, uh, declare your roster for the season and because of Edmonton's cap implications that have been stated uh, by Hart Levine from Puckpedia, the Oilers will have both Broberg and Holloway on that to start the year. I think we're at least at 50-50 right now at Holloway. It's, it's you know, he's got some positive momentum going. We'll wait and uh, go. Uh... Was Pugliarvi's start last season a fluke? That's what's crazy about And that's the counterbalance to the argument. For the listeners that are strong, yes, the Pugliarvi supporters. I mean, he had a pretty decent 2021. And last year, 23 points in 28 games before he got COVID in Seattle, which was at a really interesting time. We'll see where it all goes. We are going to go into this day in Oilers history for New West Travel. This November, join Oilers now on a road trip to New York City to see the Oilers play the Rangers and the Islanders. For details, call New West Travel or visit newwesttravel.com. What you got, Brendan? All right, back in 2006. Yeah, I am up. Okay, 2006, the Oilers signed undrafted free agent defenseman Sebastian Bissayon. He uh, was an emergency call-up from the QMJHL on March 20th of 2007. He played one of his two NFL. NHL games that night did not register a point. Okay. Yeah, keep her going. Uh, lots of, you know, it's funny. Eh? If you ever want to get anything going on the text line, Brendan, just mention the name Yesa Pulyarvi. All I'm saying is to date, Holloway's looked pretty good. Pulyarvi had a tough first game. Lots can change. We all know that. Reed Wilkins has inside sports night. What's he got shaking? Looks like a fluid show for the time being. There we go. Uh, tomorrow's Sportsnet, Mark Spector will join us for an hour for Horse Racing Alberta, presenting live thoroughbred racing Fridays and Saturdays at Century Mile Racetrack and Casino. 
free parking and admission. For more information, visit thehorses.com. I'll have the first hour and a half of the show and then be racing down to uh, the airport to uh, fly off to Calgary for a preseason game. As we conclude today's show on Bradley Kirk Arnold's birthday from Three Doors Down with Here Without You. Up next, the Global News Weather Traffic Update with Eileen Bell, followed by Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3, then 6.30 Chet Afternoons with Jalen and I. So long, everybody, from Motors Now.